Welcome back, Season 3, Episode 16. Today, we're going to preview UFC 292 and talk a little college football and NFL. Let's get it. Back, baby. Another one. What's up, boys? What's going on? What's popping? We got a fun one today. Got oh, a lot got, of stuff to talk about. We got a little UFC. We got a little O'Malley. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a wild one. Might get crazy in here. UFC two nine two in Boston. Boston. This is. Uh, have they been to Boston for? I don't think they've been back in since a while. like post COVID. Yeah, since yeah. before COVID. So who's uh? So we got who we got O'Malley on that card. We got Obviously Sterling on that card. I gotta be honest. You know who I'm really excited to see. Hold up. It's not. It's kind of easy, but it's also like not. I mean, like obviously O'Malley. But yeah, but that's not what I'm thinking. Okay, I guess um, it's not that easy. Chris Watman. No, but yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm more so excited for the Weidman fight than any of the other on the main card. Oh, American baby. I know. I'm thinking Ian Gary. Ah, uh, yeah. Neil Magnet. The future. I was really wanting to see that fight versus Jeff Neal, though. Yeah, but I guess you would say Jeff Neal's better, but Neil Magny's still a top 12 guy. He's 11th, isn't he? Ranks. He's top 15. He's definitely top 15. He's still a ranked guy, but he, what? how many weeks did he take on notice? Like three or four? No, no, no. It was 10 days. 10 days? 10-day notice, yeah. Woo! So you got to think, Ian Gary, minus 490. How much of it is Neil Magny? Stepping in on ten day notice, how much of it is they just think Ian Gary's that much better? I would think if Magny had a full camp, I'm going around plus two fifty. So still pretty significant underdog though. Yeah. Yeah. Gary's good. I mean he's undefeated. I know, but what was it, two fights ago he got dropped by an unranked fighter? Three fights ago? Yeah, he got caught. But then last but week came or last fight he looked spectacular. Yeah. But he looked spectacular in the one he got dropped as well. He just got no, dropped. He didn't. No, he didn't. In the second round, he knocked him out. No, he, no, he won the he won decision, I thought. No, he knocked him out. He came back and knocked him out. That was the fight I was at in Vegas. Okay. All right. Well, then that's pretty good. He got dropped, and then he, like, recovered. And then he looked good in the second round. I'm thinking, of the, I'm thinking of the two fights before that, I guess. He fought UFC 273 and 276, both just unanimous decisions. And then he did the knockout you're talking about at 285. There was, there, he had one fight versus a uh, name off those two fighters. Weeks and Green. Uh... Both super weird random names. Oh, I think it one was, of them was. I think it was weeks that a lot of people thought he didn't win. One of them was on the Izzy Cannoneer card. That was Gabe Green. He thirty twenty seven. Everybody had him thirty twenty seven. Him. GB, have you seen uh, Gary yet? I've not. He's the next uh, Irish guy. Oh, he is. He is maybe well, so better than Connor right now. I was just about to say I'm looking forward to seeing Bracketona fight. Uh, tough. Got two tough fights on that yep. card. Yeah. So that's kind of what I know it's not as exciting as O'Malley, but that's the two I'm most. Well, I mean, that's main event. Right. Exactly. supposed to be the, the best fight. I feel like there's a lot of new up and coming talent, dude, with Bo Nickel and uh, this Ian guy. I mean, I think there's a lot of good young talent on the rise that in a couple of years going to be champion. I'll tell you this talking about the tough fights, and I said this to my brother already, I think that if they ever, ever do prospects versus veterans again, I'm not watching. Yeah, that was a bad move. And then Chandler's over here, like, which, don't get me wrong, he was clearly the better coach because McGregor wasn't really even on the show. Yeah. But Chandler's over here, like, oh, most winningest season from a coach in tough history. I'm like, well, you had all the dudes that were already in the UFC. I was about to say, how much does this change? If I know Chandler's the better coach, obviously. You can see that. But if Chandler had, just a better if Chandler had the prospects versus McGregor having the veterans, it's probably going to turn out the same. Um, how, probably. How much, how much can, can they change in a five-week filming? No, yeah. Not much. I was only about to say the exact same thing. I think if you do this again, you have to go like if somebody picks veterans, then the other one automatically gets prospects. Like you can't go all McGregor, well, McGregor did that to himself. I know, I know, I know, I know, but it should be auto. Like they just shouldn't do this again. It's clear too. that if you made it through UFC already, you already got past the organizations that the prospects are currently fighting in. So it, Brad Katona, I mean. He was already he already won the show, right? He already won tough. He's trying to be the first ever person to win it twice. He couldn't make it in the UFC. Yeah, and now he's on it again. Yeah, and he's still working the prospects like he worked them. Tough champ, champ. 
Uh, I think he's going to take an L. Ooh. I think Cody Gibson's legit. But I think I'm pulling for uh, I think I'm pulling for Katana pretty hard there, just because he's out of SPG. I just don't really care because there's I gotta be honest, like when when to me when you think of tough, you think of the people that have won it over the year. Mm-hmm. You think of like there's future Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. you know Diaz, mm-hmm. Forrest Griffin. I mean that was like the fight that like started the UFC almost mm-hmm. the Forrest Griffin and uh, Bonner, yeah Stephen Bonner fight. And then I look at these four guys who are up to win the whole thing, and they've already had their chance, and they sure. failed. Yeah. The veterans, at least. So there's no there's prospects. There's no prospects. Yeah. It's four veterans. Yeah, so they've all had a chance. The Shulo yeah. was the only one who won from McGregor's team. He's from yeah. Boston. That would have been cool for him to get to fight in Boston, yeah. but he just took he yeah. Only Maryland. one prospect even won a fight. Yeah. Mm. It was so nasty, does, though. So does Katona get a chance in the UFC if he wins again? Whoever yes. wins they get automatically a gets a contract. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes, even the per- if it's a good fight, the guy who loses will get a contract for as well. Sure. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. Like, look at the other one, the lightweight. So Katona and Gibson's 35ers. And Hollabaugh and uh, Hubbard are 55ers. Kurt Hollabaugh is already 36 years old. Yeah. Like, like you had your ch- – you're not, not getting any be better than you were. He's arguably already out of his prime as a 55er. Yeah. They just came up with an idea <clears throat> for tough, and uh, I don't think it worked yeah, out Yeah, I mean, well. and it's it sucks because it was Conor McGregor. Yeah. And there has been zero fire, in my opinion, around the Ultimate Fighter for the past, what, five years, maybe longer. They finally get Conor McGregor, and then to me, that was maybe the worst season I've seen in the past decade. I was excited for it, and I watched like two episodes, and I was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah, it was terrible. Well, I watched the whole season, and did y'all watch the Jason Knight and Hollaball fight? Yeah, that was a great fight. That was a wonderful fight. I mean, like, I mean, like Dana said, probably the best fight of the season. It was. There's been some really good fights. It's kind of like you had said earlier, though. I don't know if it was on a podcast or not, if we were just talking, but they just a lot of fluff. And, and here's and the other thing. To me... The Dana White Contender Series has just murdered tough. Yeah. Because like lately, so here's the thing about that. It's a, they're both hour-long shows, essentially. Mm-hmm. You get five fights in an hour, pretty much, mm-hmm. for Dana White's Contender Series. Mm-hmm. And you watch a bunch of nothing for a 15-minute, two. well, not even that. Mainly they go two rounds, or if there's a finish, yeah. at the end of the hour on tough. And then for Dana White, you get stars. you got Bo Nickel coming off that show. He fought on there twice. Sugar Sean fought on Dana White's Contender Series. I mean... Well, that's Jamal Hill. Yep, you get you get Shame two man. in the quarterfinals, but in the semifinals they do go to three. I'm excited to see. What do you mean? Again. In on tough, they start the quarterfinal, the like the first round they have. It's two rounds, and then they go to a third. No, but I'm just top. saying but, there's only one fight per episode. Yeah, no, that too. That's what I was saying. There's a lot of fluff. Like at the max, you get yeah. a 15 minute fight. At the, yeah, right. Well, you could you know you could get the, the they haven't done it yet, but you could get a 20 minute fight. How can you be tied after three rounds? I'm just telling you, they're saying that if there if there's a split decision after three rounds. They go to a fourth. That's the way it that's is. That's going against the way they do things in the real pay-per-view. I'm just telling you. That's even draw. stupider than just a two-round yeah, fight. If there's, yeah, if there's a draw. That's exactly right. And they're going to a fourth but that's round. different if they score an actual draw. Because you, you have to have a winner. If the judges have a split decision, they go to another round. It's a good question. It hasn't happened yet. And I just remember when they first did this, the first round. I don't know if it's split or if it's an actual draw. That they go to a third, they go to a fourth round. Because that's different. If they rule it a draw, then yes, it's tough. You have to have a winner. It's not like you can rule it a draw and it's got to be decision. It's got to be decision. Yeah. So like, if it's split, then someone should just win the split. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm pretty sure that's the way it is. They haven't said it, and it hasn't happened all season, so it hasn't gone four rounds. Let's uh. Let's, let's run through on, these let's get on some of these fights. Yeah. Let's yeah. get. We'll we'll start with uh, Wadman and Brad Tavares. So. Let's Big thing go. here is Russ. talk about these here. Yeah, we got uh, Wadman hasn't fought since April of 2021 when he fought Uriah Hall and broke his what tibula and fibula. Is that correct? It was disgusting. Yeah, it was. It was an a full-on leg breakage, and they played it everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't get on Instagram. I still saw him every day. I was like, seriously, that yeah, was that was the Card. weirdest night maybe in Card. UFC history. That was I called yeah. that that night. Yeah, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, You're like weird. Grim Reaper. I was like, dude, what if he breaks his leg like Silva? And it wasn't 30 seconds later. Mm. Isn't that crazy how the guy that broke the leg originally was fighting Weidman? three times in the history of the UFC. He's been involved with two of them. Yeah, it was like almost like chain reaction. Yeah. Kind of weird. I don't know. Crazy. He trains out of Simpsonville with Wonderboy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he used if he still does. At one point, he went back to New York City, where I think he's from. He's still in Simpsonville. Oh, really? He's he's training at his camps out of Simpsonville? I think so. Currently? Like, I'm pretty sure whenever he fights, they'll say fighting out of Simpsonville, Simpsonville, South Carolina. It didn't used to. Out of the way of, you know, how it is for Jones, where he fights out of Arizona or New Mexico, by the way of Edmonton, New York, or whatever it is. Like, whenever he fought Silva won, I know he was fighting out of New York. Like, when he first got the belt. But that was a decade ago. Yeah. 
But uh, he's plus 235 here against Brad Tavares. Let me give you these numbers real quick. They got over, under at 2.5. Over 2.5 is minus 110, so kind of a pick them there. They have it at plus 220, Tavares minus 270. The value's in Weidman, but you don't know what you're going to get here. Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, two and a half years since he fought last time. And you know, the, the ability to be confident after an injury like that is sometimes impossible for guys. First thing he's got to do, just get it over with. He's kick scared him. to death. Kick him hard. Yeah. And then it either it's going to work or maybe not. not lower leg, done, maybe not doesn't. lower leg kick. Maybe you I mean, go for like an like upper thigh kick. Definitely, definitely <laughs> leg kick. Body like, kick. To see how it feels. Ooh. I mean, he's been. I mean, he's been training. It's not like he hasn't been training. I'm sure he's been throwing pads on. So yeah, definitely. He's sparring with pads on. He's, he's he hasn't tested this there's yet. There's no way the confidence is 100 percent there. No, no. Oh, we gotta also think he's about to be 40 years old. I mean, he's 39 years old. Tavares is 35, but still a four-year advantage. You know. So he lost to Hall when he broke his leg. Then he fought in August of 2021, a unanimous decision versus some guy I've never heard of. And before that, got knocked out by Dominic Reyes and knocked out by some Jay Souza. That's Jacare Souza, bald Brazilian that used to be good. He oh, fell no. off. He's the one that uh, you ever seen the Kevin Holland knockout where he was like laying on his back. Yep, that's that him. that was him. They got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, Tavares is a freaking killer though. He's a killer, and I'm afraid. I'm I'm pulling for Chris Weidman. Yeah, I feel like you got it. You have to. Mm-hmm. He, he's a he's a good dude. I have nothing against him. Uh, this is one of those. Your heart says one thing, your head says another. I feel like that happens a lot in fighting. We a say ton, that a lot. A ton. But I'm going with my head here. Uh, give me Brad Tavares. He's coming off two losses. I kind of like the over two and a half for this to go to a decision. I mean, Weidman's had two and a half years off from get rest in the chin. Brad Tavares is a dog. He's not easy to finish. Weidman's a wrestle you kind of guy, so I think if he wins this, it'll be a decision. So my my pick for that, I, I'll go with Tavares, but I'm not going to bet it at minus 270, but I like the over two and a half. Give me the uh, Weidman over. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's probably a good payday. Mm-hmm. That's a really good payday. That's what I'm going. Okay. What we got here? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Wadman as well. Over, under. Mm. Two and a half Just, is tough because then yeah. you're banking on yeah, decisions. But, but he's a wrestler. Yeah. I want to say over, but just to be different, I'm going under. Okay. <laughs> and really, I mean, I think if it goes under, he's losing. So if we get a Personal. Tavares under here, then someone's going to be right. I was going to say Tavares. Um, I think Tavares is going to win the fight. I was going to go over as well. Mm. Mm. So we're on, the same, we're on the same page there. Tavares yeah, understanding. Yeah, Tavares is Tavares like, Let's bet it. <laughs> Take Tavares my back. Tavares is Tavares I think he's really going <laughs> to. I can easily see that. That's the sad thing. I can sad easily see Tavares just knocking out a 40-year-old Chris Wyden. For right, sure. Right. Main card. Cheeto, Pedro, Munoz. 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 Man, m- Money Munoz. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, this isn't close to me. These odds, I think Chris Weidman has a better chance than Pedro Munoz. Well, that's how Cheeto's going to look. Is he going to uh, figure the puzzle out? Because he wasn't able to figure Corey out at all. But that Corey's throwing so much at you. the same puzzle. I don't know. But how is he going to look? Pedro Munoz is like a beginner puzzle compared to Corey Sandler. Oh, without it, yeah. What's that? Cheeto's minus 190? Yeah, 190. Pedro's plus 160. Has Pedro ever been finished? That's a good question. I don't think he has. I just know he's lost a lot of decisions. He's lost a lot. Pull that up for us. We got the over under at two and a half. Pedro Munoz plus. Oh, look at these numbers. Wow. Look at these numbers. Over two and a half, minus three sixty. Under two and a half, plus two sixty. With Cheeto fighting. With Cheeto fighting. I know we start slow though. It's only a three round fight. They're going Cheeto minus one ninety eight to Pedro plus one sixty four. I I agree. He starts slow. I'm hammering that. I'm handering under two hammering and a half. The under? Yeah, I want Cheeto to win anyway. All decisions. What do you mean? He, what do you mean? No, no. We're talking about he's never been knocked out. We're talking oh, about okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Never. Been Anytime he's lost, it's been a decision in the no contest yeah, with O'Malley. There's been a right. few splits and a few unanimous. Um. So I guess that explains That's the value in combination with Cheeto starting slow. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much go ahead and pencil me down for a round one ten nine Pedro Munoz. Go ahead and pencil me down for that. Pencil me down for a round two argument, But there, there is an argument that Pedro can win this if it goes to a decision because that, of Cheeto's slow start. I would say he has the advantage if it goes to a decision. Because it's only a three-round fight. Correct. But if you're Cheeto, let me just say this. If you're Cheeto Vera, Sugar Sean has already said, if he pulls out the main event, 
He wants to right that wrong, which is the only blemish on Sugar's record, right? Mm-hmm. It was due to injury. That's why he wants to right the wrong. It wasn't like Sugar got knocked out or anything, but a loss in the record book. If you're Cheeto Vera, knowing that's around the corner, and you don't pull this out against Pedro Munoz, mm-hmm. if all you have to do is beat Pedro to get a title shot in that division, which will, Corey Sanhagen will probably forever quit fighting if that happens, but don't be surprised if they give Sugar Sean what he wants because well, they want him to be champion. Or he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. That's true. Or and he then, just tears uh, triceps or something. Yeah, he tore a tricep. That's right. Uh, but we, that's not a super long recovery. He could get the next title fight. It depends what happens. If Sugar goes first round KO, he could be ready for a quick turnaround. Yeah. I kind of expect yeah. the UFC to milk that championship run a little bit sure. because they want him to be the champ. Like, we'll get there. We'll get there. Never mind. We'll get there. Give me Cheeto, the Ecuadorian. Got to go Cheeto. Yeah, no, too, too much riding. I like give me the Give me the Cheeto and the under. That's what I'm rolling. I mean, the Cheeto on the under, Cheeto that's under. a payday right that's there. That's a payday. If you go parlay right now of your two picks, <laughs> you're making some bang. money, boys. I'm, you're I'm Cheeto bang. under. Andrew, you Cheeto under? I'm Cheeto. Are we you might should, are you we lock it? Are we locking it? Are you, wait, hold on. Are you going uh, under or under? I don't know. Just go under so we can lock it. No, we got. We got it. He's got to love it on his own. No, yeah. Do you love it? Because all the boys know. No boys, dude. I don't want to hear screw it. What do you feel in your heart? In my heart, I feel it'll be over. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. We're not locking that no, in. No, we have to. Because the thing is, in. it has to be a full-on squad ride for us to actually do it. Three or four? Was majority here? Majority count. rule? Nope. No. We, we ride or die. Majority rule, minority right? No? 100%. <laughs> I don't like it. We're all going, hey, we can lock in the Cheeto dub, though. I like the under. Cheeto I'm, I'm dub, going, sure. I'm individually going to bet it, but do we hammer it as a squad? We're not doing it. You okay. can say the Cheeto dub is locked, though, because we all pick Cheeto. Yeah, but he's a minus 200 favorite. That's no fun. That's, I mean, that's not, like, for fighting standards, that's not a heavy favorite. It's not, but I'm willing to even throw, I'm probably going to sprinkle a little bit, just a little sprinkle, on a Cheeto second round finish. Mm. TKO? So you don't yes. really feel it. Mm. No, that would be the under. Under two and yeah. a half. Oh, okay, okay. Can go so I'm halfway going, to the third. No, I, th- I thought he was. So I'm going under, but I also like if you made me pick the way he's going to do it. I like second round KO. All right. Okay. Well, next fight. Uh, Skip we, it. We want to talk about. Skip it. Uh, have I you seen that the black sheer guy? Though? Yeah, he just did uh, the he's twister. The twister. Yeah. Was that the third one? Third UFC one in UFC history. Yeah. What did he do that on contender series? No, what was he that just on? fought. Or his last fight night. He just last fought. Yeah. So he just fought last week. If he can somehow win this fight. Uh, I think he's going to probably win this fight. That's like a little Hamzat situation there. Yeah, Fighting but he's hard not that guy. I know he's not, but I mean, he's, he's already gonna, 14 and 5. He'll get a lot of recognition just for going back to back, especially if he can get some crazy finish on the main event. Yeah, that's true. Not main event, but main card. I mean, he just fought Vicente Luque dos Anjos card. That was August 12th. Yeah, seven days. Goodness gracious. That's pretty awesome. And he's not terrible odds, plus 185. No, I think he's a really good prospect, but. That's really hard to do. I don't know but anything on the about other this hand, uh, Mario guy. Batista? Pretty good. He's pretty good. Seen Bantamweight, freaking stacked division. That's such a hard division to be in right it's now. It's insane. To even get recognized. Um, long story short, uh, if Cody Garbrandt was in it, I would feel free to talk about it, but I don't care about it. No, dude. I just don't I care about I wanted to see Cody get knocked out again. Yeah, I probably was going to. Why do they keep putting him up against up-and-comers, dude? All the way back to the Kai Car of France knockout. Dude, how come he can like just... Don't get hit on the chin so much. But can we not just well, his hands are down twenty four seven. Yeah, he doesn't like move his head at all. Can we just not just like get the guy? Can we not just let him dog like a thirty nine year old fighter? Get a he, get a little dub on the resume. God, he got knocked down. <laughs> By who? <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> he did get a dub in his most recent fight though, right? He finally got one, he, a decision. He fought, I think, uh, the card I was at, and it was not a good fight. It was a terrible fight. Remember, and he looked really good in the first round, and then he coasted. And yeah, yeah. and he, I don't think yeah, he won the last two rounds. He ran away. Yeah. He was literally running from that guy. And they were, they, neither one of them were punching. All right. So we're not really going to talk about that. We, we don't know much about them. And uh, what if he goes not, that doesn't give twister. us any interest. In, oh, my God. If he goes back-to-back twister, I'll talk about you next fight. So how do you do a twister? Explain it real quick. Twister is where they you lock their your legs basically around their waist. waist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you you're twist one way. Body. Yeah, you're direction. twisting your legs yeah. and their body away from you. So you're twisting you, legs left and you're going the upper body right. Yeah, and you pull their head, neck, shoulders towards <sighs> you. So yeah. you Torquing. literally contort their body. Yeah, you're just you're just torquing them to death. We're gonna do a uh, preview of this on the Sub Zero story to show our, <laughs> show our fan base how, how how to do it. So I'll be doing it to Austin later. <laughs> right. Well, you don't know how to do it, so I'll just show you. <laughs> so we're, we're pulling for Blackshear here, right? Though 
I am. Sure. I underdog, am. for sure. And I want to see if a If I don't know anything about you, I'm probably going for the underdog. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's always cool to see an underdog win. Yeah, and you, you also want to see some up-and-comers, too. Like, yeah. I want to see this guy. These guys are the, are the ones that probably, if there, if there was a guard brand, that was the only reason even Bautista was on the main card. So if you're yeah. these two guys, your mindset should be, go get it. I'm yeah. in a place I probably shouldn't be What's yet. the over-under on this? Because give me the under. Because you got to think they shouldn't be on a main card, just these two guys alone, without Garbrandt on there. So go make a name for yourself and like do something crazy and get some recognition. Yeah. So probably give me the under, unless it's one and a half. I can't even find it on this thing. Like They don't even have it listed as a fight. So I'm going to see if we can pull that up real quick. But you got to think. The only reason I'm pulling for them, I don't really care that you're an underdog, because to me they're both up-and-comers. But I just care because if this man pulls off like back-to-back twisters, I'll lose it. What are you on DraftKings? Yeah, I was on DraftKings. I don't even care about the actual win-loss of this fight because I don't even know these two. I guess I would go underdog if you if you made me pick, but mm. I just want to see a twister. <laughs> That's all I care about in this yeah, fight. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, I wonder if they're like not offering that for some reason. Well, they have odds in the fight though. We we'll probably just probably just don't have it up. Third fight. fights. We got Ian Gary and Mr. Neil Magny himself taking the fight on short notice. You said 10 days? Yeah, 10 days. 10 days notice. He is plus 370 compared to Ian Gary as the heavy favorite coming in at minus 490. 12-0. Over-under set at 2.5, over 2.5, plus 100, under 2.5, minus 130. Give me this under. Ian Gary starting to look really good his last couple he fights. I think. He might have found gonna, that rhythm. He's going to get him out of there pretty quick. Hammer the Irishman. Hey, I would never agree. You don't. You don't. You, so you haven't watched them. Uh, Tune in. Uh, I'm going to. What are you doing Saturday night? Oh, I'm watching this. You gonna watch it? Oh, together? trust me. I'm already watching. I don't know where. Let's watch it. It'll be at my house. Ian Gary. Right here. What's what's that saying he had? He's uh, one of McGregor's saying he's. Oh, like, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. And this is the takeover part two. Takeover part two. That's what he said. Yeah, you have to tune. You have to watch. You should go watch. He fought his last fight. I saw him in person in Charlotte. And he knocked him out. That's a hot. That's pretty cool. That's a hot minute ago. Both of those. No, that was in May. You were in Charlotte, May. I saw him in yeah. May, and I saw him in March in Vegas. Okay, no. so he's already on Dude. third fight. He's fighting every three months. Yeah, he, he which is, uh, and he's not getting touched up. Yeah. yeah, he goes. A wise, a wise Irishman before me once said, "We're not here to take part. We're here to take over." And this is the takeover part two. Oh, eerie! Yeah. I like it. Pretty, Let's go. Hammer the Irishman. That was a pretty good little. I like it. Like threw out there. Pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I kind of bought it. Did y'all used to be the Oki, uh, or not the Oki, but the. Uh, we used to be the O'Briens, so I feel like Keefe is an Irish name. Did you used to be O'Keefe for sale? I don't think so it was O'Keefe. I think it was just Keefe. No. It was just Keefe? Yeah. Was it? I could be wrong. Well, don't we know. used to be don't the care. O'Briens, so. <laughs> well, there's absolutely yeah, no value in Gary at minus 500. But I mean, that's if you want to throw it on a parlay. That's what's hitting. Yeah. Yeah, toss parlay. Got a little parlay of uh, Gary and Zhang Wei Li. And I just think Neil Magny has one. no chance in here. Zero. Yeah. Like none. I don't either. I'd be Probably not on a full camp. Zero on 10 days. I think my lock for this fight is the under two and a half. Mm, Obviously, yeah, Gary probably. winning is a lock. You, you can lock them both in. Go lock Gary both. under. Lock them both. You're you like under. that here? I like it a lot. Yeah, here it is. Lock. Here's four-way lock. Here it is. First time ever the four-way lock in a UFC card, boys. Gary is it. under. This is the first of many. We have to hammer it. Got to hammer it. Put it's it on the hit. Irishman. I said it's it. Hitting. I, I, oh, it's hitting. I said it start. Hammer the Irishman. We have to take it. And we're taking it. Let's go. I'm locking it in. I'm right not betting against him. I freaking love him. Yeah. Uh, I've got to fly to Vegas real quick to get this uh, bet in because you know we can't bet here. So. We just <laughs> yeah. look at lines here. We can't bet here. Yeah. Every time we lock in our bets, we always just take a quick flight. Yeah. We, go, oh, we, we, we don't want to go to Vegas. We just go to Harris, you know? Yeah. yeah. We go to Cherokee. Yeah. Just take a quick little two hour drive yeah. up there. Man, you've been going to Vegas all this time? We're not, we're not doing legal stuff on the Sub Zero fam. Right? We don't do that. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Oh, yeah. Legal stuff. Yeah, we're, do, we're doing legal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you said we weren't doing anything legal. I think, I, think is... I said we're not doing illegal. We're not doing any illegal stuff. Okay. That's okay, then. I don't have to so that's too we just need to clear that <laughs> up doing, you know, before we, we post. We're not not doing illegal stuff. Yeah, we're not doing not legal things. Because if they were illegal, then we wouldn't be doing those legal. And the Ill- cancelable. Or illegal things. Cancelled. Right, right. Cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Co-main event. <laughs> Zhang. Is it Zhang? Zhang. 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 Zhang Weili. Versus Amanda Lemos. No chance, Lemos. No chance. No, gosh, no. No chance. And really, the fact that Wei Li hasn't been like a long reigning champ is kind of surprising. I mean, it was all Rose. due to one head kick. I say Thug Rose. But she also lost a decision to Rose after they fought again. Pretty close fight, but Rose definitely won that fight. I agree. 
Maybe Rose is just the kryptonite because it seems like every time Rose defends against someone else, she sucks. She forgets how to just fight. Carla. No, she got and dropped she got on her head. Yeah. So, I mean. But my thought on this one is Lemo's, I think her last loss was to Andrage. And Andrage, Andrage is not looks on terrible, though. Level she's been all. terrible lately. She's been taking a lot of fights on short notice, hasn't she? And what she's also been fighting notice? some, like, killers. Killers. Blanchfield, who'd she lose to last? She just she lost just to also uh, Suarez. Suarez. Yeah. Who's on the uh, comeback? She's so. probably your next champ. Suarez? Yeah. At 125, right? Yeah, 125. She's a big 125er. I mean, she could probably go just get that 35 belt now because there's no. Juliana. She's got no chance. Against Juliana Suarez? got lucky. Against against uh, right, Lioness, she did. <laughs> we can talk about this later. I mean, we're getting off topic. Juliana's a killer. She's not a killer. She had one lucky good win. She's the only one to test Amanda. Her and Valentina. She tested her just by that was some crazy circumstances, and she finished her beta submission. She when finished they fought, Amanda. You got to give her respect for that. I'm not saying I don't respect her. I just don't think she's a crazy killer who's going to be a 35 champion. I think Suarez. I think if they be. fought right now, Suarez takes that belt. I don't think so. What? I don't think so. You're going against Tatiana Suarez. Based yes. on everything you've seen from her in her because last three, four, five Because there's also the 10 extra pounds. She's based she's on 125. She's a huge 25er. Yes. But so she, she's really so a 35 she at 135? She's probably going to. Eventually. There's a chance she goes and gets the 35 and 45 belts if they keep that division alive. Who's paying even about a fight? Suarez. That division's terrible. Maybe Suarez. Maybe. Give her the no 25 chance. fight and the 35 fight. I don't even know who else is that 135. <laughs> who, who's that 135? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? It is Tatiana Suarez. Caitlin Chukigan or something? <laughs> is that her name? She, I, has she won a fight in four years? I just know the name because it's that name. That's it. All in all, what we're saying here is Lemos has no chance. Sean Whaley's taking this one. Yes. Over, over, under. We've got the odds at minus 320 yep. in favor of Whaley, yep. which I feel like it should probably be higher than that. Probably. Like minus uh, 500. So I like the value of that for Whaley. Over, under is three and a half. And we got it at over three and a half plus one sixty five, under three and a half minus two fifteen. So we're thinking finish here before we get to championship rounds. Well, almost, at least by mid four. So uh, the over under was three and a half. Three, three and, and a half. half. The under is minus two fifteen. The over is plus one sixty five. The over under in UFC fights are always so difficult. Yeah. So and difficult. I can't tell you the amount of gut wrenching pain that I experience when I bet an under, and I watch that two thirty two, two thirty one. 230L. Dude, that's why, <laughs> like in football, I never bet the under. Because I do not want to watch a football game and hoping no one scores. Points. Yeah. Like, that's I the just same want, thing with UFC. I want points. I'm like, knock them out. That's why yeah. I want to bet the under in UFC because I'm yeah. hoping for a knockout. Yeah. And then when, you, when you bet the over, you're like, don't touch each other. Don't touch each other. Don't touch <laughs> each other. We want a boring fight yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to bet the fun stuff. You, know? you have to. You got to. So I mean, give me the under. Oh, we're betting a lot of unders here. A lot of unders. Could be a knockout card, though. Could be. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of knockout cards yeah. like the last two that, cards. That, that, that could be a bad thing. Are we due for decisions? Yeah. Oh, man. Are nah. we reassessing everything we've just No, nah. let, right. let it run. Give me Neil Magnin. Give me the other. New. Hard pass. Um, the lock for me here is Zhang, obviously. Right. Right. And uh, I'll I take think the she finished it. No, give me the, the under. Give me the under. Give me the under. She's finished it. Under. Under three and a half, I like it. Give me a second round finish here. I hope y'all are right. End of first round. I was about to say, I think I got to go with the over. First round. End of, end of first round. Okay. First round. Mm-hmm. End of first round. Yeah. I don't about think Lemos is on that level, and that's kind of why I think within three and a half, she'll find her. Hold yeah. on, hold on. First round knockout? Or sub. It doesn't matter. Sub, TKO. You can bet first round finish. Yeah, first round. Yeah, I know, but I was just yeah. going to see what he thought. Mm, I'm going to go TKO. She kind of does both. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She's a very well passed. Yeah. Sparza went mm-hmm. knocked out. Uh, mm-hmm. JJ, what's it? What's it? You, how do you say it? Joanna Young Jacek. Joanna Young Jacek. Uh, yeah, I mean it could go either way. Yeah, TKO. What she yeah. got? What's her actual? Let me see. Like her, her style of fighting. Uh, why is it not pulling up? If you click on the yeah, there you go. should pull it up there. So eleven and one TKO, eight no sub. So she's kind of split. What does it yeah. say as far as her like style of fighting? Uh, Muay Thai and yeah. striker. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like right, I like KO. Probably lean Definitely under. I'm probably leaning KO just because I think Lemos will swing. I think she'll get countered, and she's a Brazilian fighter who probably knows her way around a jiu-jitsu mat. So I'm gonna go away from submission. All right, that's yep. the logic. I like that. Main event. Lock in, Zhang. That's what I hear. 
Fuck it. Aljamain Sterling, the bantamweight champion of the world, potential maybe already is bantamweight goat. There's a there's you a topic. Have to call him that. Mm, probably most defenses. Probably. Yeah. Leave it at that. I hate it. But I, I mean, it's, I hate. I to give the respect in, where it's in due. that division. With There's the history, been some killers. Dominic it, Cruz. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. He's the only one to me that you could still argue. But maybe with Dominic Cruz, with uh, past promotions he was with, you could just say he's the 135 GOAT and not say the 135 you know who UFC GOAT. We, what about <laughs> Suhuda? Jose Aldo. Mm. Yeah. Before he went to 45. Yeah. But they kind of call him more of the featherweight, featherweight. GOAT. Yeah, they do. He was, but the, he was, he was a 35 monster. He was known as the featherweight GOAT, though, because it was always Aldo and Holloway, and now it's Volk's mm-hmm. there. But, but if we're, that's the other thing, too. Are we talking UFC? Because Aldo was fighting at 35 years old before I was freaking born, pretty much. He's been like, fighting yeah. since 2004. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was like 15 fighting, just winning championships. Yeah. That's insane. So, so you're, you're, you're 19? <laughs> yeah, wish I was. Aljamain minus two fifty. Sean O'Malley plus two oh five. Sugar Sean, baby. Give me Sean. Over under three Got and a half. Chance. Plus one twenty on the over. Under three and a half is minus one fifty. I am absolutely smashing the under here. Because Sugar he Sean. either knocks him out in the yeah. first round or he gets tapped. backpacked and he's tapped out within three. Yeah. Hammer the under. I like the under here. Right. Hammer the under. And uh, I can't bet against my guy. You can't. can't do it. This I'm is right, right this, with sugar. This, this could be. Sean, this is what I was going to say earlier. This is what I was thinking earlier. Doesn't it just kind of feel like this is the second coming of McGregor Aldo? It. Mm. Oh, dude! If he slumps oh. him in under a minute. Oh. I'm just saying, Aldo was freaking. Yeah. He was the goat. He was, he was freaking yeah. running yeah. with he was it. King. And is some of the talk with Sugar? This has it, a little bit different gonna, feel to me. Is it going to get in Sterling's head though? Like, there's a lot of hype behind Sugar. There was a lot of hype behind McGregor. I feel like this is how. This is why it feels different to me. I think if you asked Jose Aldo back then, he had some thoughts creeping into his mind about, hmm, this guy might be better than me. No one has been forever, but Conor McGregor might be better than me. I think Aljamain Sterling full, fully believes in everything, in his whole heart, that he's just going to murder this dude. I agree with that take. But I think it's more the fact of just the hype behind Sugar and the amount of more eyes that is going to be on this because he knows everyone's going to be going for Sugar. This yeah. fight's in the Northeast. I know uh, Aljamain's from New York and they're fighting in Boston. Boston this, doesn't like that New doesn't Yorkers, mean nothing. But it's still the Northeast. This is going to be the Aljamain's Sugar. Aljamain's the East Coast guy, and it's Sugar. Like, yep. It's going to be for, for him. 100%. For sure. I got to say, though, I was not a big Sterling fan with the whole Peter Yan thing when he got disqualified for it and then won the title from that. Um, but he defended it against him. And then he's defended it several other times. I just I feel know, like... Man, I feel like Sterling has kind of proved himself, you know? I think he's definitely proved himself, but that doesn't take away the fact that I hate him. So, <laughs> let's just call that what it is. I mean, do you, yeah, no, no one it, likes this guy. No, yeah. No one likes I this guy. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. Oh, dude. He's the worst. He's the worst. Not I think he's kind of funny. He's uh, not funny at all. Because he's so cringy. It's <laughs> kind of like Cejudo. It's like it's so, oh, so bad and annoying that it's like... He's trying so hard, I think it's kind of funny. So you think it's so bad and so annoying you get that to it's a point, not bad? You get to a point where it's so bad, I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're, trying, you're, you're trying so hard that I, just, I find it enjoyable. If you can't that, beat him, join him. That's your that, mindset. Right? That may be the worst take we've heard on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I like him. I'm just saying I don't Don't like get me wrong. Here. He's proven himself. And if you're yeah, going to make I me say right now, you. UFC 35 GOAT, I'm going Sterling. But does that take away from the fact that I hope he gets Stone Cold kicked in the face? No. In like 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saying that, I want him to be knocked out in 12 seconds. Yeah. Just like McGregor and Aldo. I yeah. just don't like him. I don't like the self-anointing himself. I am the Bantamweight GOAT. How can anyone – I don't think you should ever, ever, ever in the history of sports ever, no matter what, call yourself a GOAT. Unless you're Michael Jordan, but we won't go there right now. <laughs> he doesn't even do that himself, really. I know. No, he doesn't. I don't – you know. That's what I'm saying. Someone else yeah. did that isn't – Speaks but, for itself, you know. You know uh. It does. It does. It does <laughs> for itself. And that's why I think – just let it. Just let your work talk. Seems like he talks so much. Exactly. Just let your work talk. Just let your work talk. I agree. Sugar yeah. Sean, hammer the under. I'm definitely hammering Sugar. Sugar Sean under. Sugar Sean under. We got three. To me, that's the only way he wins. It is the only way. It's the only way. If this goes no to the chance, decision, he wins the decision. I don't want to say no chance, but it's very unlikely. Because he did. Won. He did pull out that yawn decision, even though I don't think he really won. But in the second fight. Against no, Piotr Jan. Against Piotr Jan. I'm not talking about Sugar. I'm talking about Sugar. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking about, the, about Sterling. I was like, Sterling yeah. definitely won against Jan. No, no, no. I'm talking the about the Sugar fight. decision. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Sugar and Jan decision. 
I don't yeah, think Sugar really won, but I think he at least proved, and it was in a three-rounder. You know, like if if he can bank a couple early rounds, he just got to basically stay That's what we were away from talking finished. about with before with the judging now. They don't. don't the they don't just respect control time and takedowns. Like exactly. you, you don't want a round just because you take someone down and hold them down. You got to do damage. Mm-hmm. Sugar had more damage in that fight. Yeah, and you could clearly argue though that Aljamain's not going to have to worry about that because he doesn't take you down and guard and stay yeah, in your he full guard. Does, he does. He's going to backpack you. But he does work. Yeah, and even if he backpacks you and doesn't really do anything, that's probably the most dominant position you can I was be in. Say as well, like even if you're on the ground, if you just have him in like a half guard or something and you're not doing anything. You shouldn't get any benefit from that. But if you're on their yes. back the entire time, yes. that's a very dominant position. Yes. They're in danger for however long you're in that position. 100%. You should be rewarded for that. 100%. So and there's a good chance Sterling's the master of being a backpack, so he's probably going to be on, on Sugar's back at some point. Yeah, I think he most right. definitely will be. All right, we got three or four here. All right. This is another one that we yeah, talked okay. about. My brain says Aljamain Sterling. Sure. Okay, there you go. But my heart says Sugar. Yeah, well, definitely. So I'm not, I'm not going to bet against Sterling's you. the favorite. But we can't bet on every. I'm not. Here. I'm not betting against. We're not betting against our guy. No. Because if we all four lock this in, and we watch this, and he head kicks him in the first round, <laughs> that's a memorable life. I mean, that's for life. That's, that's that won't. Right. That won't be it's, a it's, what it's, if. It's, That'll it's be. Bigger, it's bigger. Uh, bet the rose. Exactly. We were just talking about exactly. plus four hundred. Had the knockout. Yeah, Boys, that was going crazy. crazy. That was awesome. That was insane. I mean, crazy. All right, Andrew, it's on you. We got yeah. three sugar unders here. All we need is a fourth. Alright, so I definitely do like the under. He's not gonna do it. Oh, no, he's no, going no. Oh, man, that wasn't a great he's, start. He's that wasn't a great it. start. So, he's not gonna do it. So I'm leaning towards what you said, Austin. Definitely, your brain is telling you Sterling, and I think it's pretty good decision there. But I gotta go with you, Keith, dude. You gotta ride with your guys, man. So I'm gonna go with Sean here. Wow, you're riding the under. Lock it in. I like wow. it's a squad ride. So we got two Locking squad rides. Yeah, I like Sugar ride. Sean, man. He, he's fun. He's entertaining, and he gets the crowd going. Took was it both the Irishmen? Are we squad riding two Irishmen? Was it Gary? Yeah, it was Gary. It was yeah, Gary. Definitely. It was Gary. Ooh. This could be a fun night. Dude, this so could be a fun night. You took me on a roller coaster right there. there. I definitely did, dude, because I'm on a roller coaster myself. <laughs> You took me on one there. I thought I thought we were having no lock there. Okay. No, so, no, no. so we're calling Sugar Irish? Uh, just because of his last name? I feel like you don't have to. I am. No. I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Don't get me wrong. He's American, but he's Irish. Irish. He's Sugar Sean O'Malley, dude. Okay. He's whatever he wants to be. That's happening. He's a, right. He is Sugar Sean O'Malley. Pull the 23 like in me. Sterling's Jamaican, right? Hey, that flag oh. says he is. Yeah, I don't know. He's not Jamaican. <laughs> lives in New York. Yeah. Well, you could go down a really long rabbit hole of UFC fighters proclaiming where they're from. Yeah, fair enough. Leon? Is he British or is he Jamaican? He's British. He's born in Jamaica. Have you heard him talk? Dual citizenship. Yes. He's British. He is sounds. He? he has a British accent. Is he? Not to me, he is. A little Jamaican. So well, how how long do you have there to is. live he in the country there. to become that? See, Nessie. We're moving on. Yeah, because <laughs> this, this, this is going to get. No, 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 no. We're moving this on. This is going with the uh, Izzy and uh, Duplessis. Uh, is the real South this, African? This literally, was thinking about the Duplessis. And I think UFC was like, let's hurry up and get Sh- let's get Sean Strickland into this fight before this gets racist. Yeah. <laughs> we're on we're in the danger zone here. Get Sean in there. They care at all. They don't. Do they don't. And let's not let's not get it twisted. Sean Strickland might be the most racist person in UFC. So they may have just made it worse. I don't know about that. Yeah. Did you listen to the Rogan podcast with Strickland? What part of it? He all was wilding it. out for like two hours. On all of it. Yeah. He was like, man, I, I got to have black guys on my podcast just to make it look like I'm not so racist. <laughs> Dude. It's like, what? Have you seen him walk around? He does not care. He's wearing like 2004 jeans. He looks like a Nazi skinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. Does. Yeah. New and age. when he speaks, that makes it way worse. Yeah. Let's move on here. Let's do the giveaway winner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, whoa, let's get a giveaway. Whoa, yeah. How? We had a giveaway last week, guys. How are y'all gonna skip over the giveaway? I know this everybody. I know everybody listening has been just like and like patiently awaiting this. I bet so, y'all wanted this like in the first five either. minutes. Oh, of course they want. They've probably been skipping around this whole video. It's coming. We're smarter than that. We're <laughs> yeah. way too smart for that. But if you skip right to this, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, again, uh, giveaway this past week: Ronald Acuna Jr. You're more than likely NL MVP of this year. Thirty-five of thirty-five on card auto is going. Two. Drum roll, anybody? Yeah. A little something, something. Dave Cook off of Instagram. 
Let's get some claps. Let's go. Congratulations. Mr. Cook. IG handle cook.dave10. If you're listening to this, holler at us. We'll get it out to you as soon as you can. If you want to sell it back to me, I've already offered. I will buy it back. All right, congratulations. That was, cool. though. That was like really, really cool. cool. Really cool card. GB knows more about the baseball card side of things than anybody, but uh, that was a fun one. And, a lot of and, and, no, no, no. And speaking of that, just got to say, shout out to the Bravos. Both, both, both Yankees, both, or not just both Yankees, both New York teams just slaughtered them. Swept them. Just, they didn't, oh sweep, didn't sweep the Mets. Yeah, we, we, we dropped one, we dropped one of the Mets. Yeah. But we took the series on all of them. Dude, uh, and the 21-3 the win, ooh. There's a lot of hype behind both those New York teams. I think as of, let oh down my God. as of yesterday, the Yankees were 60 and 60. They those love. I mean, division's good. I mean, they yeah, love. Because they're dead last and they're 500. Remember New, last year when the Orioles were the worst team in baseball? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Orioles are yeah. second best it's, team in baseball. Yeah. For sure. Dude, it's uh, like four games behind us. Right. Yeah. And so just the, Yan- the, or the, the New York teams just love to waste money. Just love it. Yeah. They're just good at it, too. Anything they they're do, really good anything, at it. Yeah, I mean, they get some championships. Don't get me wrong. Well, the Yankees do. Yeah, but they, they both love the Yankees in a long no. time now. In a while, I mean, two thousand for their standards. Two thousand what? Eight. Yeah, so uh, Phillies, right? It was the Phillies. I don't know the last time they. What year that was? Jeter was still around. Yeah, no, well, so that, that tells you all you need to know, right there. A yeah, Rod and Jeter were there. So. But as far as the giveaway goes, thank you to everyone that entered. There are plenty more to come, and uh, we're just going to keep pumping out these giveaways and giving away some pretty cool stuff. Speaking of. They're there to come. Speaking There's another of, one. Speaking live. of pumping them out. Going live right now. Tell them about, about it. About to. we got another giveaway coming at you. If you'd like to go to a Carolina Panthers football game, it's a preseason game, but it's an NFL game. Got two tickets we're giving away. So when's the game? The 25th? August 25th. We're running this. Today's the, what's today? 16th. The 16th. We're going to run the 16th to the 23rd. The game's on the 25th. So we'll uh, get, get all that posted on our Instagram, our X, our TikTok. Uh, so do, uh, you'll get all the details on there. So go check out our social media, uh, Sub-Zero Sports on Instagram, Sub-Zero underscore sports yep. on X, and yep. Sub-Zero Sports on TikTok. All the details will be on our social media pages, so go check it out to enter that giveaway that will be going live tonight. You got it right this week. X, proud of you. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, playing the Detroit Lions, too. Don't retweet it. That's a fun team to watch. Oh, yeah. It is. They are a fun team, man. They always have like one of the best offenses. And the Panthers, you'll get to see Bryce Young. The seats are really good. They're really good seats. That's the third game, so like a lot of the starters won't be playing, but I imagine Bryce Young is going to play at well, least one or two drives. It's the it's the last preseason game. They don't yeah. do four anymore. Exactly. So, so I know it used to be the third game was when like they all played the starters the most. played, but now I think it's the second one because but they don't do it on the last. I don't one. even know they. I don't even know if they're going to because the second one. Like, the first one, they just played zero pretty much. Yeah. If at all. Most of them did play zero. It's starting to get, like, to where starters just don't really – like, if, if you're yeah. a veteran starter, you it's don't play. It's almost like they're just using starter. preseason to evaluate their roster. Yeah. 100%. Just make cuts. Let's get see about this fourth string tight end versus the fifth string. Like one it, of them's getting it's cut. It's definitely necessary for the game and everything. Yeah. I don't think it is. No, I don't think it's necessary. I think I'll it's do preseason stupid. in college football. I would want preseason. Cupcakes. Yeah, but I would preseason. The first two games. Likely about money. Oh, for if sure. If we're being honest here, it's all That's why they about added money. an extra game. You know, speaking of uh, the tickets, we're giving away. So, so uh, <laughs> let's just since we're talking about NFL, you just want to roll. Yeah, with let's NFL go. Let's quick. go NFL. We'll switch back to college. Uh, so I know we were going to talk about the Ravens. They yeah, speaking of preseason, twenty-four and zero. So when's the last loss? Was it twenty fifteen? Well, they 16? were doing four a year before this. Other than seventeen this year. was first last year or the year before that. Wait, what? When was the first time? It, when, when did it go to 17 games? Because that's when they changed it from three to four. Oh, four to three. last year was first 17-game season. So before that, it was four preseason games. Correct. So it's been, I mean, at least seven, eight years. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is like their seventh. So they haven't years. lost since 2015. That's absurd. Another funny stat. I was talking to my dad about this earlier. When the Lions went 0 and 16, they were 4 0 in the preseason. Oh wow. <laughs> well, luckily for the Ravens, they've actually been pretty good. Still. But they still haven't won. Mm-hmm. You got to think their last Super Bowl was uh, was it thirteen? Yeah, well, against the Niners. Yep, against the Niners. So that would have been before the streak. So since True. their streak, they True. haven't won a Super Bowl. They might want to just go ahead and drop one of those. Yeah, let's just get it out of the Pur- way. Purposefully, it's got a little curse. It's kind of like winning the. Uh, the par three contest. Hey, you know, uh, you're just not going to win the tournament. <laughs> yeah, true. So let's just yeah, win. True. Let's just lose a game, and we can and get move that on. Curse just move on from that, and then we just win the Super Bowl. Focus on year. regular season. Yeah, I like sure. that. Yeah. I like that. Sure. A couple little weird stats at you. You know, too, talking about them not winning and stuff. They play, you know, Million Dollar Marco. Mm-hmm. He seems to think I don't know what you know. That guy hits too. 
yeah. I mean, he's million-dollar Marco, million-dollar parlays for a reason. Like, that guy, he hits his sports bets. And uh, big fan of him, like to watch his stuff. The next preseason game for the Ravens, I have to check the date if we can see what date maybe they're playing. I know it's, it's this week. They're playing the Commanders. He is throwing 50K on Washington. Washington is a three-point underdog on a Monday night. Yeah, so he threw 50K on the plus three, and he threw 50K on Washington Moneyline. So for whatever reason, this man is saying the streak's done. 24-0, I don't know what gave him a hunch on the 25th preseason game in a row, but he's going Washington. So you're looking – go ahead. Okay. Do you think – I mean, it's been 24 in a row. Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone's talking about it. 100%. Do the Ravens care at this point? Because if they do – They care. If they do – this uh, thing could go on for a while. Just play your starters play a little longer. They're not. They're not. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not playing their starters though. That's what's crazy about it. So the Ravens' uh, second to third guys are just way better than everyone else's in the league. I do think they are better. Maybe. So one twenty-four straight so preseason games. What you're saying is they win this one. Go hammer. It's because it's the Bucks. After that, hammer the Bucks. You know, it seems like to me it's at the point where I'm not betting against it. If anything, I'm betting. Just ride the money line. Yeah, just ride. Got to be minus one fifty ish. If you bet a hundred dollars per game over the last twenty four, how much are you up right now? A lot. You know, like. But seems like when that happens to me, like when I'm like, all right, I'll jump on the train. That's when they will lose. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know when I decide to go against the streak. You can bet against them, and then and then you kind of like you know you kind of see the trains rolling, but you're like, let me just wait a couple games here before I hop on, and then once you finally hop on, no way they'll win nine in a row. You know, you're talking about playing their starters and second strings. I think Tyler Huntley, I think if he goes to like a different team, like maybe the Buccaneers or somewhere like that, or even the Commanders, I think he starts there. I think he's like a great value Lamar Jackson. I got to be honest, I think he sucks. I think he's crazy. I don't think he's better than Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. Exactly. Kyle Trask, yes. Baker Mayfield, no. Baker Mayfield is bad, but he's also a former number one overall pick. And whenever Tyler Huntley was forcing the games last year without Lamar, he couldn't even throw the football. Yeah, give me what Baker. About, uh, Who's starting quarterback for the Commanders? Is it Sam Howell? Sam Howell, yeah. I'd much rather have Sam Howell. For sure. Then uh, Tyler Huntley. I think i take Tyler Huntley. I'm taking Howell. Mm. Can we look up Tyler Huntley's yeah, passing stats from last season? I don't care season? about any of those guys. Because, you know, Lamar, me neither. They're all trash. But I'm just, if we're going to make me choose. But if we can we get Tyler Huntley's stats? Because he played a lot of games that Lamar was out. Uh, I remember them beating stats. Pittsburgh like 9-6. Yeah. to six. It was he awful. He has one touchdown and 88 yards. That's... So wait, what? That can't be for last season. That's what it says. No, that's season stats. Are we, he was how many games was Lamar out? Are we are Huntley we got hurt as well? Who else played? Yeah, he did get hurt. He did get hurt. Who was their quarterback? It was like a rookie or something. Like RG three or something. <laughs> <laughs> was it here in the press box? Two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Can we pull that up? Uh, let's see here. They, they, didn't, they didn't play. They didn't have a quarterback last year. They were – it says Josh Johnson's on the roster, but I don't remember him playing for Josh them last Johnson? Year. I thought he was on the Niners. I think he was last year. He was last year because he played in the NFC Championship game. I'm so confused. Mm, this is tough here, guys. Who played quarterback for the Ravens? Was it J.K. Dobbins? Somebody ask Siri, please. <laughs> you know how you can – let's see if we can pull up on ESPN their schedule, and it will tell you like uh, – who the leading passer was on that game, too, I why, think. Why do we – I mean, I know we're going somewhere with this. Why do we care the third string was? Why are we still talking about <laughs> this? All right, here we go. <laughs> third string quarterback. Tyler Huntley. <laughs> you know, that, those stats were off. I got 22-2 right here. Uh, that team made the wild card against the Bengals and lost. He threw for 226. But they lost 24, only scored 17 that game. Other games that Jackson was out that he played, he only threw for 187. They scored 10 points and won 10-9 against the Broncos. He threw 88 yards, and they beat the Steelers 16-14. to 14. It was only considering regular season then. Hmm? It was only considering regular season because that stat line you just read out, that regular season game, was these all are, that's listed. These are all regular season, though. Even the first one? Not the first one. The first one was the playoff loss. But the Denver 10-9 to 9 win, Huntley only threw 187, then he threw 88, then I he threw 138, yeah. 115, 130. Yeah, and then he that. got replaced by Anthony Brown, is who it was, the former Oregon quarterback. Very next game, he threw for 286, and they left Huntley out. Mm. So uh, give me Sam Howell, give me Baker Mayfield, give me anyone that can throw for more than 88 yards in an NFL game. Well, the ESPN he's a good runner. Keeps up. Said 88 yards, one touchdown. But I do take Tyler Huntley over Sam Howell, and sure. definitely Baker Mayfield. You're crazy. Talking about watch fantasy it. value, watch it. what does that even get you? 
Tyler Huntley. 88 yards. I get you uh, in passing yards. Yeah, that's all it was. You, uh, <laughs> three point three. And he did throw a touchdown pass. I didn't see. I didn't she look up turnovers. And we got seven point three. That's better than uh, Aaron Rodgers last year. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not, but pretty close. But that's fantasy too. If we're talking about who you want to win games, we just saw the points those teams were putting up: 10, 14, 16, 17. All right. All right. Right. I'm good on that. Right, Speaking I'm, of fantasy, Mr. Value, fantasy Guru himself, what are we thinking about uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook to the Jets and Zeke to the Pats? That's going to look weird. Yeah, Zeke, both of them. That's going to look very weird. Mm, I can almost kind of already picture Cook. Zeke's going to weird me out. Yeah. I just feel like Zeke's always trouble for some reason. Mm-hmm. He's even—he's really not, but he just kind of seems like he is. He definitely got in some trouble. Because he plays for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and now, maybe so. Maybe That's so. why you thought he was trouble. But also now, and we're going to completely... in the little Salvation Army thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was the worst thing he did. But we're going to flip the script, and now he's going to play for Bill Belichick. It just feels weird. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think there were two very different approaches here. I think the Jets went out and spent a little more money and uh, got the better of the two running backs with the, the Dalvin Cook pick. Um, I think he's going to be your main guy in the beginning of the year. They're going to see how Hall recovers, see how his knee and his ACL is doing. Um, I do think that the Cook ad was a pretty good ad, but I do think that Hall takes over later on in the season. Um, that's how I'm drafting him anyway. Um, I got Dalvin Cook. See, here's the thing, too. Now, here's a question for you. That Now, does that make you stay away from Brees Hall? Because it's got to hurt the value a little. Well, I actually have a rankings here. I have Brees Hall as my running back 21 on the 2020. 2023 year, and I have Dalvin Cook as my running back 24 on the 2023 year. I think Dalvin Cook's going to get a lot of the workload. Um, I've been looking at some of the reporting from practice and everything, and they actually are really happy with him. Um, but I do think Breeks Hall is the younger, talented guy, and I think talent always wins out. Was uh, Dalvin Cook not like a top five running back last few years? Well, if he stays on the field, that injury was an issue. But to me, they went and got him and paid him what they're paying him because he's going to be RB one. I think long-term solution in New York is Brees Hall. They're going like the Bucks of a couple years ago. Going You're all, all in, in for trying one year, to win. Exactly. Get you in a Super Bowl, and you're not looking great. But here's that. the thing, too. Have y'all seen the visual where the starting running back for every Super Bowl team for the last, like, 10 years has just been garbage? Garbage. Like, they're not even that good. Trash. Like, yeah. Why not invest that $10 million, whatever they paid him? I think it was 8.6 maybe for one year. Why not give that elsewhere? We just talked about teams blowing money. That's what they like to do. Because Brees Hall is that's, clearly good enough. That's why running backs aren't getting paid. Exactly why they're not getting paid. Because you 100%. can just get away if, as long as you got a quarterback and you got some talent at receiver and the O-line, right. at least on the offensive side, you just need someone that knows how to find a gap Hit and a gap. has some speed. Hit a gap. Break a tackle. Right. And hold on to the football. You don't need a Derrick Henry. You don't need a McCaffrey. You don't need a – How many Super Bowl rings do those guys keep going. None. Name, name a elite running back in the league right now that has a ring. Jonathan Taylor, Eckler, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. We McCaffrey. could do this all day. I don't think there's one. Mm. No. Maybe a washed-up one that Nixon. signed onto a team. I can't even name one of them. No. It's just irrelevant. I just don't get why you're giving this guy almost $9 million when you just invested in – I know he got hurt, and it was a season-long injury, but he's healthy, and you invested in him as a draft pick, so why not roll with Brees Hall, spend almost $9 million elsewhere? I just don't get that. Money. All right. Any more uh, NFL talk, guys? Yeah, I was going to talk about Zeke. Um, I think the Patriots went out and bought the discount brand again uh, with Zeke. Um, I think, you know, they should have went a little more and maybe got like Kareem Hunt. I think he's actually, you know, the more versatile running back. Um, and so. Let's talk a little bit college football and we'll wrap it up. Want to go a little, uh, little speed round here? I'm going to throw Ooh. a couple of things at y'all. How about that? We'll just I'm throw a couple quick. things at you. We'll give a quick little take. You guys give me your, your three little takes. icy take. Yep. Oh, I don't yeah. even have anything written down here. I'm just going to throw stuff at you. How about that? Oh, God. He's actually throwing, guys. Relevant there. Um, <laughs> all right, how about this? Let's start with uh, Georgia, number one ranked team in the country. Yes or no, do they have a cupcake schedule? What you would call to be a cupcake schedule. In the almighty SEC, gosh, they have to go through the most difficult teams. Yes. They do, and it's not even close. Who's their toughest opponent this year? Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee's ranked twelfth. Uh, twelfth. We got Georgia at one. 
doesn't play Bama. Bama's probably going to have a down year. Oh, yes. maybe. Oh, for what the for what the we don't know what we're getting from Bama. For what ESPN and not everyone wants to proclaim at the SEC to be, yes, Georgia has a cupcake schedule oh, Miss, compared yeah. to some other schools. Maybe not, but for what the SEC is supposed to be. Yes, you do. It's definitely the easiest SEC schedule have to be. I haven't gone top to bottom yet and looked at them, but your toughest opponent, Tennessee, you know, twelve. You know they're avoiding the juggernauts of Bama for sure and LSU. Yeah, and go on. Yeah. yeah. So their next toughest opponent looks like Ole Miss, only one that's ranked. And they get him at home. Yeah, you're right. The only one right now in a way too early line for this game is at Tennessee, and they're an eight point favorite on the road against Don't Tennessee. They only have like four. Games. Look at this. They go UT Martin at home, Ball State at home, Carolina at home, UAB at home. Are you joking me? That's September. Four straight home games. They they do have, yeah four straight home games, and they go at Auburn on the last game of September, uh, who is awful this year, more than likely. Then they go home Kentucky, uh, who just at, lost Will Levis. Yep. At Vandy. At Vandy. That's, a tough <laughs> that's one of them. Then they that's play Florida. Right Florida, but that's always in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And then they go home Missouri, home Ole Miss, at Tennessee, and then finish at Georgia Tech. Only Tennessee. Georgia Tech might be home. I understand. Tennessee will be a tough game. It will be a tough game. That's it. But if you look at this, and I don't care if you're a college football fan, you're an SEC homer, you're a Georgia homer, whatever. If you can seriously look me in the eyes and tell me this is not a cupcake schedule, you don't know football. You're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Opinion is wrong. No, Uh, you're wrong. Oh, no, I'm right. (laughs) 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 All right, next. That was a terrible uh, quick round. So let's just run through them. Yep. Uh, all right, way too early. Playoff four teams right now. Clemson, 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 Clemson. Boom. I like it. I like all, it. all four Clemsons. Boom. One, two, three, four. <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> GB, what you got? Uh, Georgia. Clemson, the third one is going to sound crazy. There's a path for them. Bama. Four. That's not crazy. No, 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 but having Georgia and Bama there, crazy. Georgia, Clemson, Bama, Penn State. How is Georgia-Bama crazy when this happened like three times already? I, I know. We talked about this earlier. I just feel like, I don't know, this one loss Bama doesn't make it, I think like lost to LSU, something like that, regular season, and then they don't play in the SEC championship game. Georgia wins that game. They sneak their way in. They don't want Georgia playing Bama. Bama somehow ends up third. That's what I see. I see it. Two SEC schools. Wait, you went Penn State at four? Penn State at four, crazy. That's terrible. Andrew, what you got? You got top four for us? I had to go yeah. something crazy. I really wanted to put Ohio State there or, or Michigan, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, hate, I couldn't do it again. You're going to hate it. You got your four fours here? Me? Yeah, no, top four? No, I'm picking my fourth one right now. All right, I'm, I'm going to go. go. I'm going to blur my – oh, you got yours? Go, give me yours. Sure. I'll name it off. His all four clips. Oh, yeah. Here. Forgot you didn't really say one yet. <laughs> give me Georgia. Okay. Mm. Give me Michigan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me Clemson. Okay. Give me USC. Okay. I like the Clemson-Michigan matchup. Though. You're telling me – no conference gets two this year. Give me one from each. I'm tired of the two BS. I'm tired of the two, but I'm tired it's of the two happen. BS, and I like that four. USC is a little different. Michigan, I know, got in last year. Georgia's been there. We've been there, but it's been a couple years since we actually got in the playoff. Michigan got in last year. It's kind of a letdown. USC hasn't been in ever in the college football playoff. I don't think nope. so. Caleb Williams has only made it like twice. Get uh, have a better year than last year. I know you won the Heisman, but like as far as actually winning the games, I'm not calling another Heisman. I'm just calling about maybe more productive, more efficient. They got beat by Tulane. Uh, They did. (laughs) That's last year. This is a new year. I'm a a big fan of flipping the page. This is a new year. So give me uh, Southern Cal. They're finally like, you know, they were the Tennessee of old, the Miami of old of being ranked too high. So let me – they're going to get over the hump this year. Might lose a game, but – Probably going to be a majority of the teams lose a game other than maybe Georgia. And before that, they were and, a uh, juggernaut. A lot of teams are going to get in with one loss. So Likely. USC uh, be my four spot. Maybe I shouldn't have let you go in first because I actually did have USC in there. I had Clemson in there, and I had Georgia in there. I was deciding between Ohio State and Michigan, and I do think I'm going to roll with Michigan here. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Lock it in. Unique. So, uh, yeah. That's why I said Penn State. <laughs> I knew there was going to be identical one somewhere. So, Penn State's wrong, guys. Don't bet that, but I tossed it in there. This is what I'm thinking. Georgia's a shoe in. Sure. They're 12 and 0. Let's pencil it in. If they lose a game, it doesn't matter. They're still going to go 12 and 1. The SEC West, in my opinion, beats each other up this year. LSU has tough games. They have to play Florida State to open. That might knock them out right off the bat if they lose that. Bama. Alabama's got the tougher games this year. I don't think Tennessee's coming out of the East. I think it's Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this to be the year the SEC gets one. I mean, Georgia. Um, I 
think the Big Ten gets two. Between Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, all ranked in the top seven. I don't think Penn State has what it takes to beat Michigan or Ohio State. They'll probably round it out at 10-2. and two. Those are big wins for Michigan and Ohio State. I think the loser of that game will still get in, um, kind of like they did last year. And then for the four spot, I think this is trouble. This is trouble. But I think the ACC gets one. I don't think the Pac-12 will. But here's the thing. I think the I think USC is probably going 11-1. But I think Clemson or Florida State is going 11-1. And they'll rematch in the ACC championship, and I think the Pac-12 sucks. So you're going Florida State. So I'm going Clemson. Oh, <laughs> oh, and that's going to be super biased. People are going to jump Never over saw that one. Wow, got four Clemson in here. But I can't. I can't. I, you think I'm going to say Florida State right here? You think I'm betting <laughs> Sterling? All right, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar Thank you. So I'm going Clemson just because they're due, in my opinion. They're due. They should have been there last year. I'm going Clemson because I think the defense is head and shoulders above what Florida State's will be. See what Dabo said about uh, XT? Oh yeah, he's supposed to be the man. Yeah. But how many? What's like his 12th year? Sixth year, so he should be 30 in the fall. He's 32 now. Yeah, he'll be 30 this year. I think he's 42. So hey, I hope he does. He's a struggling. I hope he racks out 10 and a half sacks this year. But <laughs> that's my four. We're sticking to it. All right, last one. Hot take. One. No. Game only icy take between right icy oh. hot take hot icy take well, one yeah, top ten pay them now <laughs> <laughs> one cut that out top ten pick I mean not pick one top ten game that you're gonna be the most excited to see this year mm. we got a bunch there's a ton dude you you know who's playing you got Georgia Tennessee like we were talking about no 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 hold no, on, no, hold no, on. no, 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 no let me roll out a couple. Let me roll out a couple. Not, that's my answer. Clemson, Florida well, that's State. fine. You're out then. We got not out. That's my answer. You're out. We got Georgia <laughs> versus Tennessee. We got two versus three. Michigan, Ohio State. We got LSU and Alabama playing four versus five. We got eight versus nine in Florida State and Clemson. We got Clemson playing Notre Dame nine versus thirteen. Um, there's some really fun ones. A lot of top ten matchups. Does Washington play USC? Washington is ranked preseason tenth. They play at USC yep. on November fourth. They also play home against 15th-ranked Oregon in October. I bet that one will be fun just due to the fact that it's probably going to be like 52 to 49. I think that will be a good one. I think it's a good one if somebody does pick it, but I'm going LSU-Bama. That, to me, just a little bit of redemption. I'm I'm going with that game. That's what I'm most looking forward to. To me, the style of football uh, sucks. Let's put it that way. But it's hard to argue with – number two versus number three, and what's arguably the biggest rivalry in college football. So give me Michigan-Ohio State, um, winners in the playoff. Loser probably still can be. Would yeah. you say Ohio State-Michigan's bigger or Bama-Auburn? Ohio State-Michigan. Ohio State-Michigan. Yeah. They dubbed that too. the game. Bama-Auburn's too? Bama-Auburn. Iron Bowl? Probably too. Got to be. Probably too. I just, I just hate Ohio State-Michigan. Like that, just, me too. I don't even like watching the game. Like it's not. I never watch the game. It's not like always at noon. Always. They at always noon. play it at noon, and the style is like Michigan will, trying to run it down your throat. And I will not watch a game on Fox. Won't do it. Mm. What's up with that? It's just not doing it. Okay. What's wrong with Fox? You know what's really sad? The Big Ten plays them. I ain't watching a Big Ten game. <laughs> you know what's really sad about this year? This is going to be our last year of Pac-12 after dark football. So when the night's over, you've watched all your really good games, and 11 p.m., Washington State and Oregon comes on to score 120 combined points. This is it after this year. It's ACC mm-hmm. after yeah, night. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We're losing like, those games. <laughs> at that point, if it's a game like that, uh, UFC comes on. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's true. Not every – Not every. only if it's a pay-per-view. It feels like a big game. Icy takes. Icy takes. All right, what yeah. else we got? So uh, – Oh, I didn't give, give my game. Oh, yeah, let's hear your game. Gotcha. So my game is going to be USC Notre Dame. Oh, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good one here, boys. Um, no one's talking about the Irish, really. Exactly, especially if Notre Dame whoops up on Ohio State. <laughs> could if be. Notre Dame beats Ohio State, that could be the battle of the top five teams. I forgot right about that one. I forgot about that one. Ohio yeah. State at Notre Dame. That's right. in September. And Notre USC goes to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Dude, pull Notre Dame's schedule. Ohio State. Oh, USC. this is yeah, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. They do it to themselves. I don't want to hear Good about Lord. their tough schedule. Join a conference. Well, oh maybe that's God. why Look they at that. do this because they know they're not going to have a conference game to play in. 
So but it's like, let's are. make our schedule as difficult so as possible. Because if we can go it. undefeated, then we'll get they, it. That is why they do it. But look at their schedule. They run, play run how many ACC teams already? Why not just – you can cut out Ohio State in a possible playoff eliminator game, join a conference. You already have to play Clemson. You're already playing Wake Forest, Pitt, Louisville, Duke, NC State. What are you doing? You're in, but you're out. they got to have some sort of contract always playing USC and Stanford or something because they always play those games. It has to do with their NBC contract. Yep. But, yeah, if you roll through their schedule, their first game, uh, Navy, then their Tennessee State, and then after that they're at NC State, Central Michigan's at home, then they go Ohio State at home, at Duke, at Louisville, USC at home, uh, Pittsburgh at home, at Clemson, Wake Forest at home, at Stanford to finish the year. They got a tough schedule, no doubt. Nine, six, and three. <laughs> you could argue that if they go ten and two, they have an argument. They depends would. on who their two losses are. What if they beat Ohio State, lose to USC, and lose to Clemson? A lot mm. of that depends on what other teams. For sure, for sure. Anytime you lose two, you're depending on someone. They need something big to happen. But I'm just saying, two losses, and it would help if you had a conference championship to to play. Exactly, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, you could eliminate games like Ohio State and UFC and join a conference. Or Alabama sure. will get in, and they don't even play in their conference championship. But at least they're in the mighty SEC, according to the poll makers. Bingo! All right, let's wrap it up. Another one in the books. Sub Zero Sports giveaway ended. Giveaway beginning. What else we got? I think that's it. I think that's it. But uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Go give us a follow, Instagram, Sub-Zero Sports, X, Sub-Zero underscore sports, TikTok, Sub-Zero Sports. We post on there basically daily now, guys. So we're daily. putting out some good content. Daily. Go give us a follow there. That's where all of our giveaways are. So go check that out to get the details on that. But uh, we'll be back at you next week with another pod, probably. What we got next week? We'll uh, we have recap 292. 292. We're another week closer to college football, another week closer We're to the NFL. We're basically here. I think college oh. football is going to be starting next, next week. Next week, we can preview games. Yes. We've got to go. Right. Some, yeah, we didn't we didn't hit icy takes, really. I mean, we did some, but we, there's some stuff I have written here. We're, we'll hit it next week. You hit it next week? We'll hit it next week. Okay. And yeah, we're still previewing a lot we're still, of stuff. Yeah, so. we're, still, we're still previewing. We'll get it next week. But we love y'all. Appreciate the support. We'll be back at you next week. Sub-Zero Sports, we out. Peace.